Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we'll be bringing you a message entitled, The Wisdom of the Soul Winner. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, gives us who are believers in Christ some powerful reasons from the Bible why we should be soul winners. Every one of us who are saved, somewhere along the line had somebody tell us about Jesus Christ. That alone should motivate us as Christians to go out and tell others the good news of salvation. May this message be a blessing to you today. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Proverbs chapter 11, please, Proverbs chapter 11. It's good to be saved. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 30. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 30. Proverbs 11 verse 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. I want to call your attention to that last phrase in verse 30. And he that winneth souls is wise. I want to talk to you this morning about the wisdom of the soul winner, the wisdom of the soul winner. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, please guide us and direct us, and Lord, lead us as the Spirit of God would teach us, Father. We pray, be there any without Christ this morning, that they would respond and trust Him. And Father, we pray that as believers, we'd get more excited about giving the good news out. Help us to understand better the importance of it, and give us a clearer vision and more faith for it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. He that winneth souls is wise. The Bible talks about soul winning. I know that phrase came upon hard times here uh, some time ago when some TV evangelists and radio preachers decided that, you know, you should call it something else. And I don't mind if you want to call it something else, but there's uh, certainly nothing wrong with what the Bible calls it, Amen. I mean, if you want to call it lifestyle evangelism, fine. Uh, there, there is an aspect of soul winning that would fit that description. But uh, the Bible uses this phrase, he that winneth souls is wise. And uh, there's really two edges to that sword of the wisdom of the soul winner. And I want to just look at primarily one side of the equation. Uh, the one edge is that in order to win souls, you have to be wise. How many of you understand that if our eternal soul is the most critical issue of life and there is this adversary, the devil, how many of you understand that the devil is going to make it as complicated as he can? He's going to try to block. He's going to try to hinder. In fact, the Bible says that he is the God of this world, small g, and he has blinded the minds of them which believe not. So it takes wisdom to win souls. And incidentally, if you make an attempt to win somebody to Christ, God will give you the wisdom. Amen. That's the good news. You ever been witnessing to somebody and all of a sudden a verse pops into your mind that normally you could never recollect? Or God will give you an answer to somebody that you never thought of before right on the spot? So it takes wisdom, but I also want to talk about the other side of that equation, the other edge of that sword, and the fact that the soul winner is wise because the soul winner displays certain values that he or she has. And let's start with the first one. Number one, a soul winner is wise 
because he shows that Christ is the sinner's only hope. The soul winner is wise because he shows that Christ is the sinner's only hope. Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The way, the truth, and the life. Folks, Gandhi once said it. And I don't put a lot of stock in what an, what an unsaved religious leader might have to say about Christians or my Savior. But in this particular case, I, I, think he, I think he had it right. He said, if I believed what you Christians profess to believe, he said, I would beg on bended knee everyone I met to believe on this Jesus Christ that you profess to believe. He said, I would make it my soul's devotion and my life's ambition to do nothing but that. Now, maybe he meant that, maybe he didn't. But the point is this, and I think it's a good one. Folks, it is critically important because it's the sinner's only hope. And if we really believe it, we will be busy about telling others. You know, they talk about helping the underprivileged, and I'm all for that. Man, if you can help somebody put food on their table when they couldn't, if you can help somebody with some sort of physical infirmity when they couldn't help themselves, I think that's a wonderful thing. But folks, long after they're dead, that meal is gone. That health is no longer an issue but their eternal soul lives on forever and ever and ever. Jesus said, what should it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Folks, I can go to somebody whose health has failed them and say, Jesus never fails. I can go to someone whose home has failed them and say, Jesus never fails. I can go to someone that the schools have failed them and say, Jesus never fails. I could go to someone whose job has failed them and say, Jesus never fails. I can go to someone whose friends have failed them and say, Jesus never fails. I can go to someone that pleasure has failed them and say, Jesus never fails. Folks, people are looking for something. I can go to people that have failed themselves and say, Jesus never fails. Folks, people are looking for something. That song, People Need the Lord, that's true. That's true. You can see it in their eyes. People are looking for something. And whether they know it or not, they are looking for Jesus Christ because there is a void in their life there is a void in their destiny that only Jesus Christ can fill. The soul winner is wise because he shows that Christ is the sinner's only hope. He demonstrates it. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It is one thing to say it in our creed. It's one thing to say that you must trust Christ as your Savior or without Christ, you go to a devil's hell through all eternity. But it is another thing to demonstrate that we believe what the Bible says about men's eternal destiny by 
actively trying to win them to Jesus Christ. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are what? Lost. Folks, in the Bible, the gospel isn't presented as an optional thing. It's a must because the alternative is too terrible to even think about. It is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world, speaking of Satan, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Someone once said that not witnessing to others as a Christian is committing spiritual manslaughter. Not murder. Not murder. Because they're already lost. But manslaughter. Because we fail to tell them what they can do to be saved. The world's not going to tell them, folks. Most people were not raised in a home like yours, where there's a Bible on the coffee table, where there's devotions every morning, and there's prayer. Most homes are not like yours, where you get up on Sunday morning and it's just assumed we're going to church. And we're going to a Bible-believing church. Man, if it's a big building, we're going to a Bible-believing church. If it's a small building, we're going to a Bible-believing church. If the pastor is good-looking, we're going to a Bible-believing church. Or if he's ugly like this church, we're going to a Bible-believing church. (laughs) If he's tall, we're going to a Bible-believing church. If he's short, we're going to a Bible-believing church. If they're friendly, we're going to a Bible-believing church. If they're not friendly, we're still going to a Bible-believing church. Folks, most people aren't in a home like that. They don't know Christ. They don't have a clue. Someone, folks, has got to tell them. Some people go to churches where the gospel's not preached. Some people go to churches where the man standing behind this sacred desk doesn't himself know how to get to heaven. We've got to tell them, folks. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Wisdom of the Soul Winner. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has given us some tremendous truths out of the Word of God on this subject. As he points out in Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 30, the Lord is very clear when he says, that he that winneth souls is wise. So then it stands to reason that if we as Christians are failing in our duties to tell lost souls about Jesus Christ, we are indeed unwise. Pastor DeMichael's illustrations, examples, and reasons as to why we should become wise soul winners is, to say the least, very convincing. But as he's pointed out, the greatest of all reasons that we should be about witnessing for Christ is that we might glorify our Savior. We pray that this message has been an encouragement to you. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.